You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. This is episode 58 of Leading and Learning, and today we're talking about the, the issue of learning to sleep during the day. Uh, we'd subtitle it, Advice for Shift Workers. You know, as many of you know, I was a police officer for, for almost 30 years just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. And I'd say for, for anywhere from a third to half of my career, I spent working um, night shift or afternoon shift. And, you know, there's a lot of different reasons for that, but the main one was I enjoyed it. That was a great time to work. But, you know, there are a lot of jobs and careers that require the working of different types of shifts. Police officers, emergency room doctors and nurses, factory workers, even some retail workers will at some point have to work odd hours. And, of course, I didn't even mention uh, people that work in restaurants, servers, cooks, whatever. A lot of times you end up working, um, you know, into the night. And so um, working these kinds of shifts, whether it's an all-night shift or, or an afternoon shift, will take a toll on you. Uh, third shift is, is often affectionately referred to as the graveyard shift or the midnight shift. But, you know, working, uh, working different shifts might also entail working second shift, which is traditionally an afternoon type of uh, assignment. Uh, for the police department that I worked for, the, the afternoon shift or the evening shift, as it was called, was from 2.30 in the a- afternoon till 11.30 at night. Other places, it might be 3 to 11 or 4 to 12. But even working that kind of shift will take a toll on you and um, affect your sleeping schedule. And that's what we want to talk about in, in, in this episode. Um, you know, one of the the, the difficulties that, that Work, working this shift is the folks always feel tired. That's one of the, the challenges that you'll, you'll hear from people that work, especially the graveyard shift, is that the, they just always feel tired. They just have this feeling that they can never catch up on their sleep. And, and I can attest to that. I felt that. Um, even after sleeping maybe six or seven hours, you just it's just not natural to sleep during the day. And uh, this difficulty is is compounded by those businesses or organizations that rotate their employees from shift to shift on a regular basis. I know there's some police departments that um, require their employees to change shifts every few weeks. Um, other other businesses do the same thing, and you know, so you might work one week on this shift and next week on this shift, and and that's very difficult because your body never adjusts. Your body's never able to um, get into a rhythm or get into a groove. Uh, Another difficulty that's associated with working um, these different hours is that the person's spouse or significant other or children, friends, might not understand the challenges uh, of shift work. 
And this can create conflict and tension in the relationship because they might feel that the, the their, their loved one who's working these crazy hours is not spending enough time with them or does not want to do things with them. And the family member might not understand how, it, how important it is for the worker to get enough sleep. I mean, they're awake during the day. Um, you know, why shouldn't their, their, their husband or boyfriend or dad or mom who's, who's just worked all night? And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I guess that's, that's normal. They don't understand. They've never worked it, but, um, you know, it can put pressure on the, the worker themselves because they feel like they should be doing things with their family. And, and in reality, they do need to get their sleep if they're going to function at a high level. And, you know, even our friends might be put off because when, when you're getting ready to go out and work third shift, they're getting ready to head out and go to a party or, or go to a late movie or go out to eat or hang out with friends. And, and they might not understand why you have to, to do this. But reality is the biggest difficulty that people on shift work experience is trying to sleep during the day. It just seems abnormal the first time you do it. You know, it's daylight outside, people are awake, and it just shouldn't be the time to go to bed. And many people that work uh, night shift describe the phenomena of being very tired after working all night, but then getting home, getting in bed, and not being able to fall asleep. And and I, I can remember mornings like that. I You know, I'd worked all night, get home, 7.30, 8 o'clock, and just lay there, and absolutely nothing I could do would, 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 would help me to fall asleep. Very frustrating. And there are several remedies, and I want to talk about a few of these as, as we move along, to help, help you overcome this if you find yourself working some crazy hours. First of all, it's important that where you're sleeping, your bedroom, that it be dark enough. You've got to fool your body. You've got to make your body think that it's really nighttime and you're going to bed at, at nighttime. Because if your room is flooded with light, it's going to be hard to sleep. It's just not going to work. So what I had in my bedroom was I had some heavy shades and, uh, but you know, blackout curtains or um, I know some people have even taken black trash bags and, and, and taped these over their windows to, to create the effect of a dark room. And so I would keep my bedroom very dark, even using tape or pins to, to around the edge of the curtains to, to block out the light. So, so was, my wife referred to it as a tomb, but it worked. It kept the room dark in the middle of the day so I could sleep. Number two, another uh, remedy to overcome um, not being able to sleep during the day is creating a quiet environment. This is absolutely crucial for somebody who's going to sleep during the day. Let's face it, it's during the day that the kids are running around, your neighbors decide to cut his grass, your neighbor on the other side's out working on his Harley and um, you know, cranking it up and firing it up in the, the driveway next door. Um, the neighbors across the street decide they want to install a new stereo system in their car, and of course they've got to crank that up. So, so it's during the day that all these things are going on, and it gets very loud. And so you have to create a quiet environment if you're going to sleep. And, you know, especially if you've got small children or if you live in an apartment complex or your neighbors are close to you where that noise is going to spill over, you've got to be proactive in creating a, a quiet atmosphere. So one step is, is to, to doing this is having a quiet place to sleep in, in, is by picking a room on the backside of the house or the apartment. 
Um, I mean, if you've got a front bedroom and you're right next to the street, it's going to be difficult to sleep just with normal traffic coming through. Um, so, so picking a room, um, you know, maybe that's a little bit further away from some of the noise would be good. Another option is to create artificial noise that will cover up the noise of children, barking dogs, or loud neighbors. Um, one of the things I did was I used a floor fan. I just had a, bought a $20 floor fan from Walmart and would sit that on the floor and crank that up, and it was loud enough that it drowned out just about all of the noise. You know, if there was if the kids were being especially loud, I might hear it, but usually the fan would drown out just about everything. Um, another option to drowning out the noise is, is foam earplugs. Um, I tried these. I wasn't really crazy about them, but other police officers that I work with swore by them. They said that when they got into bed, they put their foam earplugs in and would, would sleep well and not hear anything. Um, another really good way to uh, create an environment that uh, um, is going to allow you to sleep is downloading one of the phone apps that um, creates white noise. Uh, one of these is called iDream, an excellent app, and it's got different sounds on it, a rushing river, a waterfall, um, and just some other sounds that you can crank up, and it's going to hopefully drown out all the, uh, the, the noise of your loud neighbors or your kids or their barking dogs. Now, another important aspect of learning to sleep during the day is trying to create the habit of going to bed at the same time every day. What I found was it's so easy when you get home in the morning after working all night to get into the habit of staying up, running errands, doing laundry, visiting friends, um, going to buy groceries. Um, but what ends up happening is that you end up shortchanging yourselves on sleep. By getting into the habit of going to bed at the same time every day, your body can adjust and get into a routine. And of course, this wasn't always possible because as a police officer, there would be some mornings I'd have to stay up and go to court and I wouldn't get to, to bed until midday. And so that was always difficult. But as much as possible, try and create the habit of going to bed at the same time. I found when I consistently did that, I got much better sleep and I felt much more refreshed. Now, reality is there are some people who try everything that we've discussed. And, you know, we mentioned, you know, having a dark enough room, creating a quiet environment, um, you know, and that might mean having uh, white noise or, or whatever to, to um, you know, drown out the, the noise from outside. Um, we talked about going to bed at the same time every day. But there are some people who will try everything and still struggle getting to sleep during the day. And let's face it, some folks need a little chemical help. Um, and I'm going to, and that sounds terrible. My gosh, you telling us to take drugs? Well, one option is melatonin. Um, I've used melatonin for years. I don't use it as much now because I'm retired, a retired police officer, and so I get to sleep normally. But uh, when I was a police officer, I used melatonin on and off for years. And melatonin is a natural sleep aid that many, many people have found to be helpful. Um, melatonin is something that your body produces. It's a chemical that your body produces to help regulate natural sleep patterns. And so taking a melatonin tablet 20 minutes before you go to bed 
will actually help most people just go right off to sleep. Um, there's no side effects. Um, I never, you know, woke up feeling hung over. It was uh, just an excellent natural sleep aid that worked very well for me. Uh, melatonin is also useful for people who work second shift and get home around midnight. What I found was when you work second shift and you get home at 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, you're wound up and the last thing you want to do is go to bed. So you end up turning on the TV and watching a movie for two or three hours, or you end up online, or you end up going out with friends and staying out till three or four in the morning. And it just messes your sleep pattern up because by the time you get to bed and, and get a few hours sleep, it's time to wake up and do it again. So what I found was even when I was working second shift and getting home at uh, midnight or so, a melatonin would help me get to sleep uh, soon after I got home so I could get a good night's sleep and then have some time in the morning to go to the gym or run errands or whatever I needed to do before I went to work. But that was after getting a good night's sleep. So, you know, many shift workers balk at the idea of, you know, having to take something to help them go to sleep. Um, but, you know, after a few sleepless days, most people are willing to try anything. So I would definitely recommend trying melatonin. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. I talked to some police officers that they said it never helped them. And in that case, I say I would say, hey, look, go see your doctor, see what they can prescribe you. Because if you're, if you're put on a shift where you have to work and you know you're going to be on that shift working midnights or, you know, third shift or second shift for, you know, a few months or, or, or even longer... Um, the last thing you want to do is go months and months without sleeping good. So maybe going to see the doctor to get something that'll help you sleep is a good idea. Now, obviously, shift work can be challenging. And sleeping during the day can be very difficult for people. It's just not normal. But if you follow these time-proven tips that I've given you here, it will help you um, go to sleep when everybody else in the world is just waking up. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. What's your experience with working shift work and trying to sleep during the day? Was it a challenge for you? Um, what are some of the ways that you dealt with this challenge? What are some things that I missed that you use that help you sleep better during the day? I'd love to hear from you. So go to davidspell.com and leave your comment or your question in the comment section for today's post. Now, while you're there, while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. I publish three blog posts a week, and subscribing will ensure that you don't miss a single issue. And subscribers also get my free monthly uh, subscribers-only newsletter that I send out at the beginning of every month. Well, now it's time for this week's resource highlight. And, you know, we're talking about shift work and working crazy hours and, you know, some of my experience as a police officer. Well, I would recommend checking out my book, Street Cop. This is a, this is a fun, fast-paced read about my experiences as a police officer. Every story in Street Cop is absolutely true. I've changed names here and there. But uh, the stories are all true about my career as a police officer. Uh, some of the stories will amuse you. Some will even disturb you. But I hope what these stories do is give you more appreciation for the men and women in blue who protect us 
every day of the week. And many of these stories take place during my time on third shift. So I think you'll, uh, you'll, you'll definitely enjoy it and definitely appreciate it. So check out Street Cop. There'll be a link in the show notes. Now, as we close, could I ask for just a small favor? Would you go to iTunes and give Leading and Learning a review? Your reviews are so important for podcasts like mine because your reviews help push me higher in the ratings so we can get our content to more awesome people just like you. So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.